0: We got 30 years of Dragon Ball references, new forms, new colors, but the same action we've known to love. And we're going to talk about it this week on Shonen and Suds as we cover the brand new Dragon Ball Superheroes movie in theaters now. I'm I'm back. I'm fresh back from the movie. Um, I know you saw it yesterday. I, well, I should have seen it like six hours ago, but we'll talk about that. But how the hell are you, bud?
1: Oh, Chris, I am good. Uh, I'm nice and nice and liquored up. You know, I I was expecting the oh, podcast. Man. Uh, you know, th- three and a half hours ago. Um, but me know, too. We'll, we'll get to your story. Um, so so Chris, for those of that don't know, I'm going to go on a little, just a little spiel here. On on Fridays, usually I go to my dad's. Have a couple cold ones and then come home and just relax. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was gonna, can- we were gonna cancel that because uh, we were gonna do an early podcast today. Obviously, I saw the movie yesterday. You were seeing the movie today, mm-hmm. um, so I was just gonna come on, have a drink for the podcast, and then you know go from there. But you know, <laughs> you, you you got a bit of a story here, and we're gonna get to that. Um, but yeah, we of course, like 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 you said at the top of this thing, we are here to cover the Dragon Ball Super superhero movie uh which just came out here in the states uh yesterday August 18th um and you had you know you Chris you had quite the the experience at the movie theater
0: dude dude uh, yeah we'll, we'll we'll get into this obviously spoilers ahead this yes. is again opening weekend for this movie so If you haven't seen the movie, I I would imagine by the time this goes live, you could eat, you know, anybody who's listening may already be in theaters or maybe saw it last night. Um, But anywho, spoilers ahead. If you don't want to be, if you don't want to know what's happening in Dragon Ball superheroes, then put this on pause, go out, see the movie, come on home, check it out. But as always, Cody, we are talking about the, 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 the Shonen of Shonens, and what better place to do that than on our favorite podcast, Shonen and Suds. I'm your host, Chris Adams.
1: I'm Cody Snodgrass. Sorry, Chris. I was, I was taking a drink of my, uh, my fucking Pepsi whiskey here that I got. Oh,
0: what? <laughs> oh, geez. Well, we'll get
1: to that. We'll get to that. I'm, I'm, shit, I'm, I'm too excited for this episode, Chris. We're recording on a Friday. I don't think I don't know Absolutely. if we've ever recorded on a Friday. This is a first...
0: This will be the first non-Thursday cast we've done, because even when we had to record a later cast, we would usually do, like, a double episode.
1: Yeah, maybe, like, way back when we did, like, Sunday or Monday recordings. I don't even remember what they were. Yeah, I think that's the only time... It's a Friday. It's a payday, Chris. We are... Oh, shit. The account is Love at an that. all-time high, uh, you know, oh, until, oh, the, until the bills come through, but... Oh, of course. Of course.
0: It's all just a tease. That's it's right. all just a tease in your bank account. Your money's coming in just for a pit stop, just for a cup of coffee or, or a Pepsi whiskey, whatever the fuck it is you're drinking. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah. So, you know, this is a little bit later. You know, ideally, we should have recorded it several hours ago. I had everything planned out. I bought my My ticket for a 140, like I'm an old man, which made this the perfect movie for me. But also like I had the 140 matinee at the movie theater, like 15 minutes up the road. I was like, all right, I'm going to have a couple day beers. I'm going to have some popcorn. This is like the only theater in my area that actually still serves Coke products. And Cody, I have not gone to a movie and had a Coca-Cola set. Uh, Cody, I'm going to tell you the last movie I saw where I enjoyed a Coca-Cola inside the movie theater the last movie I saw was Invisible Man before the fucking pandemic
1: that's a, that's a while ago Chris
0: so <laughs> I was so needless to say I was really excited so I get I get there I get my two bottles of Bud Light I get my popcorn I get my coke I sit in the theater I, I, I'm i watching I'm hanging out with Maria Menudos you know watching Zoovies or whatever the fucking the, the whatever it is 20 the, minutes before the, the movie show, hanging yeah. out <laughs> Yeah, you know, just pre gaming with Maria Menudo's, and uh, she showed the movie me all starts.
1: The new trailers and all that stuff.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely! Well, the movie starts. We get about ten minutes in, and the lights go out. Cody and I don't mean like the lights in in the auditorium. I mean the lights in the entire fucking theater. The power died, <laughs> and it's like,
1: yeah, and I'm like, okay. Just so unfortunate, man. I swear. Yeah, the- and I was like, okay, Chris. These things only happen with animated movies. They've never happened with. Uh, you go see every Tom Cruise movie in the fucking books, and it will Oh yeah, the- <laughs> they
0: make sure the projector are fucking <laughs> yeah. on point for that. They gotta, you know, they have to fucking fucking jumpstart the hamster in the projector for the uh, for the animated movies. Yeah, they gotta make sure that motherfuckers running on the wheel. But so. <laughs> And and I think the reason was Cody. I don't think the world was ready for me to enjoy a Coca Cola at the fucking movies again. Like there was just some sort of cosmic parody or something that the world was not ready. Like the the this, the satisfaction I had from enjoying this Coca Cola with my popcorn just it overloaded the the, the building. The just, I was like fucking Gohan just yelling, but it was inside my tummy.
1: With all these delicious, terrible things, um, yeah, because I, so I think we've talked about this no. on the cast before, but like no. there's not a theater near me that serves Coke products. It's just Pepsi, like you get a Jack and Coke well, or at, like the, at, the, at the fancy yeah. bar, it's just a it's a Jack and Pepsi like the, like there which the hell who yeah. the hell?: Yeah, it's like Mountain Dew. you know it's Pepsi products. there's Dr. Pepper, um, thank goodness mm-hmm. uh, to save us all. Um, but yeah, most 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 of all, it's as I as I'm drinking a, a Pepsi with some whiskey in it here. Um, <laughs> but for the most part, there the Coke products just don't exist at many movie theaters these days.
0: And that's so wild. And I, I guess it was something during the pandemic with contracts. And obviously, from what I read the other day, I guess the parent company or a company that's affiliated with Regal is filing for bankruptcy. So. Truth be told, movie theaters are probably very, Mike, I would not be surprised, Cody, unless something crazy happens. I don't expect movie theaters to be around in the next 10 to 15 years. I truly don't. Um, well, I gotta, unless something just really, ridiculous I hope, happens. I hope they do, Chris. Because yeah. I, I love it. I love the experience. Like, oh, but yeah. it hasn't been the same. But today was that first chance where it could have been the same because I had a chance to have a Coca-Cola with my popcorn. So anyway, power goes out. And I'm like, okay, this is fine. They'll just pick the movie. It'll come back on. They'll rewind it a bit, which is, you know, Cody, when I I used to manage a a theater restaurant, I was the bar manager for uh, almost like a draft house type movie theater. And whenever something would happen and the movie would mess up, you would just – rewind it like 10 minutes just just fuck it because it's all digital you would just set the playback about 10 minutes and that would set any subsequent showings back by 10 minutes it's how it would just all work itself out well cody that's not what happened because when the lights came back on the movie was still fucking going and uh when it comes back on so like the movie cuts out when they're in the car like talking the the, the setup part of the movie like the very beginning and then the movie cuts back on all of a sudden Piccolo's being attacked by fucking Gamma Two, and I was like what the fuck is going on and and what made it worse Cody is that the lights were still on so the glare is on the screen I can't see shit so I'm just like fuck so I get up and I go back to the lobby and it's like hey can I just Exchange my ticket. Um, I was like, I I understand. I I was like, take your time. I understand the power went out. You're you're probably dealing with a lot of people in a lot of different theaters, which I mean it was dead. It was a fucking it was a lot. I was the youngest person in there by default. You know what I mean? But uh but they what they did was they exchanged my ticket. So the 140 show that I had now became a four thirty showing. So I had to wait, like that puts us behind schedule like three hours. But on the plus side, Cody, they let me exchange my chi- uh, ticket. They gave me another ticket for free, and I got free beer out of the deal.
1: Yeah, the free beer is a big is a big plus, Chris. Because like I think I talked about it um, when we covered a Silent Voice uh, on the podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, silent Voice, like I remember, I can't remember if the movie skipped the first time. And mm-hmm. then we are like froze up, and you no, know, this is a packed theater. This is Silent Voice. This is a. You know, it's mm-hmm. a big, a big, it's pre- a big deal. Yeah, like and like, you know, this isn't Dragon Ball where Dragon Ball is playing at every theater near me. Um, yeah, Silent Voice, we had to drive to Winsville, which I know you don't know what that is. it's a City, probably, it's where I work at. It's like thirty minutes, twenty uh-huh. minutes away. Um,
0: so it's an ordeal. You have to, you have to plan going to see this movie. Yeah,
1: like, and they come in and they're like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna try to fix the movie. Do you guys want to start it from the beginning or where it was? And everybody in the theater, we kind of were like, you know, we'll just start at the top. Why not? Yeah, uh, just take like, it
0: from the top, we'll just redo. And they're like, Absolutely. you guys can,
1: you know, you can get a free, uh, I think it was a free popcorn we could get. Which, I mean, at that point, you've All already, right. I've already purchased my popcorn and things, right? Then it mm-hmm. happened again at the same spot. And then they oh, come in and they're no. like, we're going to try again. Shit. And it's like, you guys can all get a free drink. I've already got my drink. You know, I've got my drink and my popcorn. I'm at the, I'm already here. Like... God damn it! It fucking happened, like, two minutes past that point. And then they're just oh, like... No. It's chalked. <laughs> Everybody get out. Like, here's free movie tickets, all kinds of free popcorn. You know, they gave us the whole nine, but we never got to see the movie. Which... Oh, no. Which sucked, but, you know, it, it is what it is. But, like... I, I can only imagine, like, having to sit – because did you even leave the theater? You stayed at the theater for the extra –
0: Oh, no. No, I got up because I, I was like, I don't want to see half this movie out of context. So I actually right. went back into the lobby, set up – like, there's this little bar area where you can buy drinks. And that's where you buy the drinks, but you can either drink them out there or take them into the theater with you. Okay. So
1: but I you went out in the bar. But you stayed, like, at the actual movie theater. You weren't in the off- – Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: There. I I, I – the close, yeah. I, I just stayed at the movie theater. The only other place I could have gone, like across the street, is this really cool burger restaurant. But I was like, I'm not hungry. I'd literally have a bag of popcorn in front of me and a Coke, and I was like, I'm just gonna eat this and I'm just gonna hang out. And that's when I started texting you. I text my wife. I text everything, like all my friends. I was like,
1: fuck. Yeah, you're just you're just killing time at the movie theater. But, Pretty much know, free beer is free beer, Chris. We you know we'll go anywhere for that. Oh yeah, because
0: uh, because the, the I was in line. I was like, well, I'm, I fully intended because I, I mean, those two Bud Lights went down really smooth. I was like, well, I'll get a couple more beers. I've I've literally got the time, um, because <laughs> i was only gonna have the two, because I was like, I still gotta drive home. But I was like, well, now that I've got fucking four more extra hours to kill, I'll get a couple more beers. So I'm in line, and the the guy, one of the like, I guess he's like the assistant manager, was pouring the beers, and uh, he was the people in front of me he was like hey no that's on me don't worry about it i'm sorry you know they, i guess they were out of their theater too because while our movie came back on some of the other theaters cody their movies hadn't come back on yet so cause all these all these projectors are digital and you have to like they have to like recharge and download you know what i mean like it's all they're just giant computers um right so of course Not they were it. running around like ticking. do what
1: no, I was just saying, like contrary to like what people think, like that they're still using like reels and like. They do stuff. not, unless it's something
0: <laughs> really special where they're like, "Hey, we're showing you this on seventy millimeter or something." No, it's all digital. Movie movies come on like thumb drives. Um, because I remember when we got the screening, uh, the screening like advance of Star Wars Episode Seven, like it came with like two Disney like secret service employees, and like he had to like only one person could watch it and like it was, it was like that it's yeah, that shit comes very, it's not like, I don't know. It's weird. It's very, very weird how movies are now. Like there's no reels anymore. It's all like on thumb drives or like bigger hard drives. Like it's weird depending on the movie, but any old hill. So I, and I go up, I was like, you know, I got my card out ready to get a couple more beers. She was like, Hey, do you like IPAs? Cause they only had a, they had like Stella on tap and they had a local IPA from Ardent, which is really good. He was like, do you like IPAs? And I was like, Oh, cause I, you know, I was drinking Bud Light before. So I didn't know. He may have thought I was just some kind of old, you know, you know, thought I was like you who only enjoys Bud Light. <laughs> a classic. But yeah, it's right. And I was fine. But he was like, he just like literally just poured me two IPAs. He was like, here you go, bud. And I was like, Oh, you sure? I gave him his out, like, I had him in my card. Are you sure? And he was like, yep. All right, thank you.
1: You've got me. I'll, I'll, I will accept yeah. this. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, and I'll just hang out and drink these while I wait for my movie to start. Which is fine, because like, I was still really hyped. Like, I was just like, fuck, I'm ready to watch this movie, man. Like, I, I want to watch this movie. And, um, but, yeah, finally got to watch it. And I loved it. Now, Cody... Kind of going into this, you know, we're not—we're not, not talking any other kind of news. We're just going right into Dragon Ball Superheroes this week, but we can't do it yet. We can't do it yet because um, we got a couple more things to cover. Obviously, I, need, I know what you're drinking, but we're on opposite sides on this. You—you yeah, you said you hated it. I—I I loved it.
1: Yeah, Chris, I—I I was severely disappointed with this movie, mm-hmm. um, and I—grant With that being said, there's still a lot of things I liked about it. Um, mm-hmm. It's not perfect. No, it's not, and I mean most dragon most (laughs) Dragon Ball movies aren't. Like I I could watch, you could watch all twenty whatever Dragon Ball movies there are, and you know there's there's gripes from top to bottom. Um,
0: Yeah, and there's maybe like two or three that you can that you can look back and say, hey, that's a pretty solid like perfect movie. There's only a couple. Um, Yeah, I don't don't even know what they are. Probably like an OG Broly movie.
1: Yeah, I don't even know if they're perfect. I think the Brawly trilogy. I like, I like them all. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Bio Brawly. I'll, I'll, I'll die on that hill defending that movie. <laughs> um, which this movie was kind of a lot alike in some ways. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, very much
0: so. Yeah, there was some big Bio Brawly vibes here. Um, but again, there, there was a, there was a like. I feel like this movie was made for Dragon Ball fans in my age group. I genuinely do.
1: Yeah, and and. And, you know, obviously, Dragon Ball is my favorite out of the entire, you know, Dragon Ball franchise. Dragon Ball is... OG Dragon Ball is amazing. Without Dragon Ball, we don't have the Shonen inside. I I don't think... We we have nothing. I I probably don't even know what Shonen is. Naruto doesn't exist. One Piece... It's true. I don't know when One Piece came out, but it probably doesn't exist. Uh, Bleach doesn't doesn't. exist. Black Clover. Like, we can go down the list. Fairy Tale. Like, oh, your character has a hidden power? You mean... Mm -hmm. You mean... Goku? (laughs) Like... Like, what you, that, that He mm-hmm. he is that he is that guy. Um, yeah. And, you know, I went into this movie without... I didn't watch any of the previews outside of a 15-second ad on Hulu. Um, yeah, I watched,
0: like, a trailer, like, the first teaser trailer that came out. And I had seen, like, oh, the Gammas look cool. And I play the card yeah. game, so I was aware of, like, oh, that's what the Gammas look like. Or that's what they do. That's what they... You know what I mean? So there were some, yeah. like, cards in the newest couple sets that are toe inside with the movie but other than that i had no idea what i was getting into
1: yeah i just seen like a 15 second trailer that showed gohan and piccolo and mm-hmm. you know some red ribbon army kind of guys yep. um
0: and that's all i needed to know once i knew it was red ribbon so i was like well i'm fucking in because you know frieza force is cool Frieza's is a great villain but red ribbon army because i am an og dragon ball like fucking head Like, Red Ribbon Army is my shit. Like, they are my favorite group of villains because, Cody, if you ever just need, like, a villain in a pitch, you can
1: always just bring back the Red Ribbon Army. Yeah, Red Ribbon Army is, like, the OGs. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe you could look at, like, Emperor Pilaf, but he's a joke. Um, Yeah. Like, Red Ribbon was, like, what Goku fought as a kid. Like, this is, like, the. Yeah. This is what he went outside of, like, you know, Mercenary Tao and like, like I said, Peeloff mm-hmm. and you know a couple other like throwaway characters, mm-hmm. um, like Red Ribbon Army were the big bad in Dragon Ball. Yep. Um and and uh, obviously Demon King Piccolo shows up and Tien and fucking Yamcha. But oh yeah. Um, and it was cool. It like the callbacks in this movie um were fantastic and oh it's a ton of nostalgia and I, lo- I love seeing some of, like the flashbacks to, like the old stuff. Um. Yeah. Like when they should. When they're like. Remember when you got big Piccolo at the at the 18th World Tournament or whatever you know, whichever World Tournament it was. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, oh yeah, and it's like, damn that. Oh yeah, I remember that happened. The nostalgia was huge, but I don't know. I definitely have some issues, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna break it all down, Chris. Um. Do you wanna do you wanna lead the do you wanna lead the <laughs> the coaster oh, well, on this we'll course. If you if, well, if you,
0: we'll definitely do that, Cody. But we're going to do the one thing that we don't condone on this podcast, and we're going to drink and drive. So I need to know, Cody, <laughs> before I hop in this car and take us on this uh, on this rip roaring adventure with Gohan and Piccolo. I need to know. Well, we already know what you're drinking, but tell me what's brought you to this lowly state of whiskey and Pepsi.
1: Well, Chris, <laughs> I have whiskey. I had some whiskey in the fridge, right? Uh-huh. I cracked open the mini-fridge, and my only options was I could have gone a water Mio with whiskey, like water, like basically a lemonade whiskey. Or oh, yeah. Pep- or a Pepsi whiskey. I went ahead and went with, uh, oh, not just any Pepsi, Chris. This is a Pepsi Zero <gasps> cherry. Pepsi. Of course, of course. It you is know, still summertime. Yeah, we are still watching our, you know, we got to make sure our, our bikini bodies are intact. <sighs> um, <laughs> and so I went with the, the Cherry Pepsi Zero Sugar uh, whiskey here uh just just some more uh just just some jack daniels nothing nothing fancy um classic yeah you know classic a 20 dollar bottle gets you gets you a long way these days um yeah that's that's what i'm having you know no crack today unfortunately didn't uh now that being said chris uh it, as you know as as you've had many beers today i have had six natural lights uh for my trailer park crew yeah. out there shout out to all it's those all right. <laughs> oh, so. Shout out to Lot Thirteen, baby. Every every dude with their <laughs> with their wife beaters on. I appreciate y'all. Wife um, <laughs> beaters and pit
0: vipers, baby. That's what it's all about. <laughs>
1: That's right. Um, but yeah, so I, I you know I've had my natural lights for this evening. It's time to settle down with a nice Jack and Pepsi. It sound it, it, it right. doesn't roll off the tongue though. There's not of Jack and Coke. Uh,
0: That's what I'm saying. Like it, it's just it, that extra syllable really just fucks it up. Just like the extra villain in this movie. Kind of derails from the overall experience, but Cody, while you're enjoying that, I'm 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 like you, am winding it down for the evening. I'm enjoying a nice freak show Cabernet Sauvignon from Michael David.
1: Are you speaking Spanish, Chris? I, what was that? Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am I am enjoying a nice Cabernet, which is just a real big, full bodied red wine, uh, very peppery, very earthy. I really like. Great with like dish uh like meat dishes that maybe have like a creamier like texture like uh tony i don't know if you enjoy like a stroganoff do you like stroganoff
1: stroganoff yeah yeah no sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like that (laughs) i did that three times before breakfast yeah this podcast (laughs) is going off the rails quick um that's right no uh but stroganoff the only thing i can think of is like beef stroganoff like
0: Yes, that's exa- yeah, that's exactly what I'm
1: talking about. Mom was whipping up some hamburger helper beef stroganoff is what I this the yes, only yeah, thing that, I can that's think of. Very the same. Okay.
0: And I'll tell you what, like it or like some sort of like a, like a steak with like a maybe like a nice sauce or a glaze on it. Like that's what this cabernet is for. Again, it's it's peppery, it's kind of dry it's on the drier side, but having like some kind of creamier meat dish just really brings that shit out. And uh I will be sipping on that while I enjoy a nice dinner tonight of chicken nuggets and curly fries. Really just really
1: really keeping it classy chris are you are watching you're watching dragon ball it's 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 bringing back your younger days you might as well make yourself some dino nugs you know see that's <laughs> what i'm saying dude
0: that's exactly what i'm saying because uh you know cody that, that's a great segue just to kind of go right on into dragon ball superhero again you've been warned spoilers are coming so cody this movie starts and it immediately lets me know that it's for for me i the first words in the movie are the narrator talking to us, the viewer, saying, you know, some of you might not be old enough to remember the Red
1: Ribbon Army. And I was like,
0: I am me. Pick yeah. me. Yeah. I know the Red Ribbon
1: Army. Chris. And yes. they go through this. <laughs> dude, I, it was like me and like the guy next to me that laughed at every single reference. I, I, oh my I think God. maybe the only people that understood it. Um, oh, then, yeah. Dude, then they show like... Like all of the flashback scenes of everything that like Goku did in Dragon Ball, with the Red Ribbon mm-hmm. Army, and of then course. up through
0: the Android Saga with like seventeen and eighteen, then the Cell Saga, like, like they really take like if you didn't know what the Red Ribbon Army was, which I I, I think even if you're a fair weather Dragon Ball fan, like you know like you know the Red Ribbon Army, like you know the logo when you see it. Um, right. So, like the fact that like, they really went through the red ribbon timeline, and then they bring you up to speed like, all right, well, uh, Commander Red's son or General Red's, yeah, his son, or is it his grandson? I'm sorry. It's his, uh, uh I
1: believe it's grandson, grandson. No,
0: it's his son. It's his son. No, it's his son. Or is it uh, his Magenta son... is his son. Yes. His son grandson
1: yeah, so... is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, Jesus. Well,
0: that, well, that no, Dr. Jiro's grandson is Dr. Hato, who's the other, quote-unquote, villain in the movie. Um, Magenta basically took over the Red Ribbon Army from his father and turned it into, like, a, a— basically developed a business front of red pharmaceuticals, just acting as a front for the Red Ribbon Army. Well— Dr. Giro, of course, we know from Dragon Ball Z. Uh, well he had a son and also had a grandson, and his grandson, Dr. Hado, is basically as equal a genius as Dr. Giro. So the Red Ribbon Army basically they're they're looking for him to basically create the next wave of androids. Right. Uh, they, they want and they want 16, 17, 18 and cell 2.0. They want this again, because that was, you know, clearly the only thing that even had a remote effect on Goku and the Z team, even though it was really it was really heart disease that uh, that stopped Goku and his tracks during that. Set. But I digress. So the beginning of the movie is basically that uh, Dr. Ado had been uh, Dr. Hado had been sent to prison so they were basically picking him up from prison to convince him to join the Red Ribbon Army, but they do it in a way, Cody. They basically say, you know, hey, we're not the bad guys here. It's actually the capsule corporation that are working with extraterrestrials. Like, they are they are plotting world domination because they, like, they are just reports and ch- he shows like a video of like Trunks cutting up Frieza from the fucking trunk saga. So like, yeah. Basically, yeah. they they yeah. kind of pull this fast one on Hado. Yeah,
1: we get a Mecha Frieza King Cold reference here. I was like, oh hell. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. So the references are coming in hot and heavy. Um, also, too, there's a lot of Oreo eating in this movie. There's so many Oreo cookies that get eaten in this movie. It was insane.
1: Doctor Hado is a is a fiend. <laughs> just eating Oreos, Dude. no okay. milk. At least in the car ride, he's just. He's just fucking three sleeve, A asleep at a time,
0: <laughs> dude. He is fucking crushing it.
1: Now, and, now yes. I will I will say my first gripe here, Chris, is these mm-hmm. is the the Doctor Jaro's grandson and you know Captain Red's like son. I thought that was very mm-hmm. like. I thought this was a pretty paper thin. Oh
0: Commander Red, that's who it is. Take a rank, put the word red behind it. That's the that's the yeah. old leader of the Red Ribbon Army. Right, right,
1: right. Um but I, I just thought it was a really I thought these villains were very lazily introduced. I thought we could have come up with something a little bit better, but you know, I digress.
0: Um Yeah, and then you've got uh the assistant. Uh, what was his name? Uh, uh Carmine. Like... Carmine. Carmine. Carmine, yeah, Carmine yeah, presents, yeah. Man. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's I mean, Carmine for <laughs> baby. Um but what I, I did love, like the humor, we can say right off the bat, the humor in this movie was top shelf, top shelf humor, the, the shade, the deep cuts. And the fact that Magenta is so comically short, it's hilarious how short he is. He's always on a stool. The first time you see him in the movie, he's standing on a fucking milk crate. And then you see him behind the desk talking to Carmine and he gets out of the chair and he just. Fucking disappears behind his desk because he's so short. So like, I, I, I love that shit.
1: Yeah, um, I think I think my favorite part of the movie was the comedy parts. One hundred percent. I think that's just my favorite part. Period uh, about the movie. But Yeah, very very well done. Um, the short jokes. I mean every every little like dig or like callback that involved some kind of humor was just uh-huh. top notch
0: absolutely so the car ride ends with basically him saying yeah oh, that's fine you're going to fund my research uh, a lot of crotch shots in this beginning too when the oh. car spinning out of control we just get like a fucking face full of like pantsed dong from <laughs> Hado and Magenta and we get a lot of like just fucking dump truck shots from Bulma and Lai later on but um but anywho yeah
1: <laughs> I'm um, glad you mentioned the crotch shots because I was like at first, they show Hedo when like the car is going out of control, and I'm like,
0: and it's like, I'm like, like ninety percent of the screen is his fucking junk, and it's like, whoa, okay, well, whatever, <laughs> I get it. Like he's kind of like sprawled out in the back seat. I I get it. Like the car is out of control. I get it. <laughs> but they get back to the red ribbon hideout, which is pretty much wakanda have you seen black panther have you seen civil war have you seen any marvel movie where they go to wakanda that is literally the red ribbons hideout in this movie it is literally that um which i think is cool i like that you know the 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 front they're able to hide their their military compound behind this kind of like energy shield hidden which is cool it's cool um but then from there, Cody, we cut right to, so I'll, we'll say this right off the bat. This is, this is a Gohan and Piccolo adventure, but mostly like Piccolo's our main character in this movie. So for all you Piccolo fans out there, this, this is his time to shine. And, um, he's basically training with pan or he's training pan, who is now three years old. Um, and, you know, teaching her stuff and they, they train very, it's are we're catching like the tail end of their training. Of course, she wants to learn how to throw, you know, fucking projectiles, but Piccolo's like, well, I can't train yet. You need to learn how to fly first. Like, we need to work on your fundamentals. But she has to leave, and she goes to preschool. She hauls ass, like, literally hauls ass to preschool. Um, And then... Piccolo gets a phone call from Videl. Videl wants Piccolo to basically pick Pan up from preschool. And this is where more of that humor comes in. And because Gohan is really deep into his research, he's rese- researching this bug that they found on, like, the southern hemisphere that turn gold when they uh, get stronger, or, like, to protect their colonies. And they were he called them super say ants. And it was just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, so it's, you know, just, well,
1: it's just Gohan continuing to be the lamest Dragon Ball character. The fucking time.
0: dork. And <laughs> Piccolo kind of calls him out on it because because Videl asked him and he's like, well, can't Gohan pick up his own daughter? And you know, Piccolo doesn't want to say no. Piccolo's a nice guy. He's got that tough exterior, but he's a nice guy. So he agrees to do it. But he goes first, he before he does it though, he goes over and pays Gohan a visit, who's fucking balls deep in his research. And Piccolo's like you sure you can't go pick up your own daughter? Just like, you sure? And then he, they kind of do like a quick little spar and he's like, oh, you're, you're you're getting soft on me. That's what's happening. He basically forces him to wear like the weighted like Piccolo like shoulder pads yeah. while he's doing his research. Um, and then from there, Cody, so Piccolo Lee agrees to go pick up, but he goes back to his home, which he has like this little mountaintop with like his little cabin, his little cabana that he has. Um, well, while he's sitting there, he gets attacked by, um, by this mysterious caped wearing. he's like wearing like, uh, like a military uniform with a cape, right? He looks like M bison wearing a cape, but you know, this, um, he's, he's gray. He's got these cool little, I mean, we've, we've seen that we've seen the concept art. We've seen the trailer. This is one of the gammas, um, one of our main, uh, antagonists, uh, for the movie. And of course he's coming in, he wants, he wants a piece of piccolo right off the bat. Um, because yeah, they Gamma made it. Two.
1: This is Gamma Two. Gamma Two. Yeah, Gamma two's
0: the Yeah, one. this is Gamma Two. Gamma is the blue, and Gamma One's the red one. And Gamma Two's a little more, has a little more toed. He's a little more, you know, little more, you know, snapping fingers and doing poses. Um, well, him and Piccolo start fighting because he, he he knows kick. He first refers to Piccolo as the Demon King Piccolo, and Piccolo's like, "Sorry, that's not me anymore, bud." And then they make a re- he he says something else. Said, well, that was back when I was Tommy. So he's making all these references to like his past versions or parts of him that Gamma Two doesn't understand. But of course, me being the old man that I am, and you, like these again, more of these deep cuts that are coming through. Well, uh, he beats the shit out of Piccolo. Like it's he, Piccolo eventually has to kind of haul tail, but Gamma Two actually thinks he's killed Piccolo. Um, but Piccolo actually tails him back to what I'm, I'm referring as, to the Red Ribbon Bunker as Wakanda for the rest of the <laughs> podcast. That's so he, he hightails it back to Wakanda, and Piccolo follows him. Piccolo infiltrates, gets a, gets a costume,
1: and you know, as like, he gets himself uh, like some gear as one of the soldiers, and yeah, he do- he does the classic beat up the security guard, put on the security guard's outfit.
0: Yep, he he sneaks in that way, and basically he he's in the room and becomes privy to the whole red ribbon plan, which is basically to take out Goku, Vegeta, um, Gohan, Piccolo. they, well, they think they've already taken out Piccolo, so and they they also find out that you know he's he's using he you know Doctor Hado like he's having the gammas kind of handle everything like those are his like his like number one and two but they're working on a new version of cell that's that the uh magenta and the red ribbon army they're like this thing needs to be ready now like we need this guy we, like i don't want to wait for this thing to be ready and dr hato is like hey you know we need to you know we need to make sure this thing is ready the the destructive power on this thing is far more than the original Cell ever was. So we've already got, like, our, we we know right off the bat that that's what they're going to be fighting at the end of this movie. So we already know that's what's going to happen. Um, and we get more of that humor, uh, just to kind of back it up a little bit, because while Gamma 2 is fighting Piccolo, every time he hits him, you get, like, the fucking Batman kapow, kazap, and it's actually a hologram that appears behind him when he does it, because Piccolo's like, why can I see his sound effects?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- th- again, this is where the humor comes in, because like, like, like you said, it's like comic book kind of sound effects, like mm-hmm. they're popping up in the background. Um, yep.
0: Kapow, um, kazoom, kabam. You know the yeah. normal. Yeah. Well, so Piccolo, the, the I want to say they realized that Goku and Vegeta like are like off world. So they mentioned Gohan. Well, let's you know, Gohan's the one that actually killed, got the killing blow on Cell we should look to get him first so they concoct a plan which piccolo actually kind of helps set the thing in motion he's like well gohan has a daughter or they say that gohan has a daughter who's in preschool and piccolo's like well i know where she is i, I know where their house is um which is it, kind of a good way to like Piccolo so piccolo can stay close and know what's going to happen like he kind of arranges for this whole thing to for pan because he his whole kind of ulterior motive is like awesome if they if they kidnap pan gohan will definitely get off his ass and come save him so there's kind of like this selfish ulterior motive that piccolo has but also piccolo is not going to let anything happen to pan um and i can't remember it happens after this so Basically, well, I'm sorry, I, I missed a, I did skip a part here, because when Piccolo leaves, Piccolo leaves the first time, no, sorry, actually, they don't reveal that part of the plan yet, because Piccolo actually leaves and goes to Korin Tower to get some Senzu beans, he also visits Dende, and we get another call back here, because Piccolo, when he saw that there were two of these Gammas, he goes to Dende and says, hey, remember how the Elder uh, Namek unlocked Gohan and Krillin's dormant power? Can you do that for me? And Dende's like, well, no, I'm not of that age yet where I can do that, but Shenron can do it. So, and uh, basically this is where you find out where Bulma basically has on her payroll full time, she's got people that go look for the Dragon Balls like all the time. So Bulma has them and (laughs) Bulma's been just getting the Dragon Balls and making wishes, basically doing like fucking, basically keeping herself youthful, youthful, by wasting wishes on, like... And she does it here. Piccolo uses one wish to have Shenron basically unlock his dormant power. And Boma's like, oh, well, can I have the other two? And she wants, like, her, her ass to be, like, perky, like a college kid. And she wants to add a millimeter to her eyelashes. And Piccolo's like, what the fuck is going on here?
1: <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we, we kind of you kind of touched on it briefly, but, like, I, I thought it was cool to see, like, probably one of, the, like, the deepest cuts in this movie was... Uh, the mentioning of, like, the Elder, like, awakening Gohan and Krillin from, like, way yeah. back, like, way deep in, like, early Dragon Ball yeah, That D. was the
0: dynamic saga. That yeah. was, like, before, like, Zarbon and Dodoria were dead or some shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was like, this wh- is pre- I was, like, Ginyu, I was like, this might, I mean, even the- though they show, like, Piccolo growing at one point, I was like, this is mm-hmm. probably, like, the deepest, deepest cut. Um. Yep. yeah, really cool to see that. Obviously, super cool to see, you know, our boy Yajirobe, Korin, Dende, um, haven't seen those cats in a long time, so just you're getting to see those characters, um, and then of course Boma, uh, you know, trying to oh, stay trying to stay young as always. Chris, I will say I hate her design. Mm-hmm. I cannot. She looks like a doll. Like I, I just can't. Like, well, hey, no, nope. that old yeah, woman yeah. trying
0: to stay youthful.
1: She wants to be that way, but yeah, I, I just can't stand her, her newer design or her like, more recent that's designs. Fair. I don't know. She's just no, not. That's fair. She's not the Boma of old days when you know Goku is. You know, <laughs> reaching mm-hmm. in her panties on episode one.
0: Oh, of course, of yeah. course.
1: <laughs> that Roshi
0: was fiending over. Um, which it was when you look back on it, it's super disgusting because she's like fucking. <laughs> out. She, she's like a child. She's like that's right. a teenage girl. <laughs> that's like if there's anything that maybe Goku, can like
1: <laughs> Goku was go away from
0: selfish. Dragon. No, Goku's <laughs> fine. Yeah, well, Goku's no, that... not even fine. Ugh.
1: Yeah, it was it was an interesting time, but Goku it was where are your balls that guy? it's just
0: oh, the 80s man classic. the 80s who'd have thought <laughs> but, but anyway after that piccolo actually goes back to he still has the get up on he gets back into the red red that's when we find yeah. out they're going after gohan and he masterminds the plan to go get pan from daycare so him and like just the random throwaway henchman number 15 go to scoop up pan and of course, she realizes one of them is Piccolo, but this other guy tries to like kidnap her and Pan just fucking just mollywops him right in the bread basket and takes him out. And that's when like, Pan, like Piccolo kind of spills the beans to Pan like, hey, this is what we're doing. I need you to act scared. I'm going to handcuff you. You can pop these at any time, but just play along so we can get Gohan to come out. And she's like, "You think my, you think my dad's really going to come out? Because even she knows that Gohan's a fucking pussy.
1: Yeah, Pan, so. Pan is just the absolute, like, uh, this should have just been Pan's movie, honestly. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, pretty she, much. She plays along and then, you know, goes along with with the bad guys in Piccolo.
0: Yep, so they get Pan kidnapped, then they go pay Gohan a visit, Piccolo and the fucking uh, henchman number 15, after they film, like, this little video of Pan saying, help me, help me, you know, what she's playing along And Piccolo's, like, good job, keep it up, really lean into this. So they show up at Gohan's house and basically they're like, all right, well, you need to come with me or you're gonna hurt your daughter. And that was uh that was the first and last mistake that old henchman number fifty, I don't think we see him again after this part in the movie. Um, because he pisses Gohan off, and you know, Gohan obviously just and I'll say this, and I know you didn't really care for it, but I loved the animation in this movie. I absolutely loved it. It was beautiful. So all of these like effects when they're powering up and breaking the ground under him and all the flashes and clashes and lights looked beautiful here.
1: Yeah, there are certain parts of it that I like. I just, I don't, there's certain times when I like a, when they go from like 2D to 3D. Um, mm-hmm. And that, We talked about it before the cast, like the Mugen train, like the actual train itself mm-hmm. uh, where it's, it's clearly more three-dimensional and not 2D. Yep. Um, but I think they just use that too much in this movie. Uh, I think mm-hmm. when they use it like sparingly, I think it's good. Um, some examples would be like in the My Hero Academia movies, they use it, you know, kind of sparingly. They don't; it's not full. Mm-hmm. I, don't,
0: I don't know. I, I was. It's mostly uh, like the backgrounds, mostly like the backgrounds and stuff that you see. But the characters are still that normal 2D. Yeah, like
1: wa- in, watch, in watching My Hero. like watching this movie, it felt like one of the newer like Dragon Ball games. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, you know, I, I, I guess it's just maybe it's just personal preference. Um, but like mm-hmm. obviously here when Gohan powers up, it's like okay, cool. Like this, is, I thought that mm-hmm. was very cool, and like when that, you know, like the building that he's studying and like starts to collapse, I thought that was really cool. Um, and then obviously yeah. like parts of the fighting are obviously really cool with the extra 3D effects. Mm. Hmm.
0: Well, at this point, Cody, we're about probably halfway through our movie because now Gohan is heading to the Red Ribbon uh, to to Wakanda, and he shows up, and now it's time for him to go toe-to-toe with Gamma-1, and this is the first time we actually get to see Gamma-1 fight. It's it's a good fight, like the fight scenes, and what I like about this, <clears throat> this felt more lower power, more tame Dragon Ball. Not a whole lot of beam clashing. There, I mean, it's there. But there's a lot more the moves and the stuff they're doing is a lot more grounded. Um, and uh, I know you saw when fucking Gohan hits him with the jackhammer, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so Gohan and Gamma One have a really awesome fight, and they're going toe to toe, right? Like it's it's pretty tough. So Piccolo's like, man, I don't know if Gohan can win, especially when like Gamma Two starts to fucking is getting ready to go in there. So. Basically, Piccolo's like, all right, Pan, I need you to play along. So he basically makes it seem like she's threatened. and then Gohan goes, like, he goes into his ultimate form, uh, you know, whatever that is, where he's not really super Saiyan, but he's really fucking powerful. So he goes into that
1: form. Yeah, just ultimate Gohan, not like the the new form he's going to get in a couple, you know, 20 minutes, but...
0: Right. And uh, so while they're fighting, what's going on here while they're fighting? Cody, of course, I forgot to mention... There's a, a about a 15-20 minute throwaway segment in this movie, which is probably my least favorite part of the movie, where the whole Bulma was like early before Gohan got there and this started happening. Gohan and even Piccolo was like, hey, we need to call Goku and Vegeta back to stop what's happening. But they're off training with Whis. And they're they're not just by themselves. Broly, Chi and Limo are there too. So you know they're basically training with Broly and teaching him how to like control his temper, whereas Vegeta is trying to be more like Jiren, where he's being more like, like not like you know really calming his temper and being a lot more mindful when he fights. Um, and you know Chila is actually Chila is actually robbing Beerus blind, and Limo is like they're they're running a, they're running a scam. Like he's going to distract Limo is going to distract them with food and chile is basically gonna steal all the fucking valuables out of their fucking palace well we get this kind of weird thing where like beerus actually has like a thing for Chili. yeah he's got the hot he's Here. he definitely does and then they just eat ice cream and watch goku and vegeta fight so that that and that that's really all that happens there and it it had no bearing on the story at all it was just this was just like hey you like broly you remember the last movie you watched? Well you know we gotta throw Beerus in here, you know we gotta throw Whis in here, you know we can't have a Dragon Ball movie without Goku and Vegeta, though they've done it in the past. Um, here you go. That's for you guys. Now back to the actual movie. Um, so, Gohan's fighting Gamma, Piccolo jumps in the fray, uh, and he's fighting Gamma too. And, so what's happening here? Well, Piccolo, he, he uses his dormant ability, or unleashes it, and
1: Cody, he turns orange. Yeah, we got orange piccolo.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we get orange piccolo here, because Gamma 2 beats the shit out of him, then he gets fully, like, powered up, and he gets, like, orange, and, like, it looks almost like Super Saiyan 2, because he gets a little bit more stockier, a little meatier, um, and then, you know, he starts taking the wood to Gamma 2 after that, and while this is going on, Gohan and Gamma 1 are kind of having this dialogue where like, Gohan's hearing what Gamma 1 is saying, and they're Gohan's like, we're not the bad guys here, because the whole time Gamma One and Two, Gamma One and Two and Dr. Hado want to be heroes. Like they're not, they don't want to follow like down what the Red Ribbon Army did. But also Dr. Hado is kind of using the Red Ribbon Army to basically bankroll his experiments. Like there's this kind of mutual, like parasitic relationship there, but he's not a bad guy. Neither are the gammas. Like the gammas are like programmed to be heroes, or they want to be heroes. So when they find out that like Red Ribbon are the bad guys, they're like, "Well, wait a minute. Why are why are why are we?" It basically kind of stops the fighting dead in its tracks. Um, and of course, while after they're done fighting, I want to say, Magenta is basically runs off and he wants to go open, unleash this cell max that's we knew it was coming he wants to do it Hado tries to stop him well A because it's not ready and B like what are you doing like this isn't this isn't what we were trying to do like this isn't you know so and they have a little fight where you know and it was he fucking he, uh, he shoots pulls him dead. Out the burner and shoots him like eight times and
1: uh, Boy, well that- and let me, let me look back to like at the very beginning. Um, Hado mentioned that like he has like the special skin was his, his his skin was amplified.
0: Yeah, because uh, Carmine pulls the fucking gad on him in the car if he wasn't going to join him, and he's like, "Well, I'm not scared of that gun because I have my skin is modified to withstand impacts." Chris, and Chris he pulls like out that.
1: the "I am rubber, you are glue." <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: he does Bo- boing thwip, indeed. <laughs> fucking gets him with the boing thwip and uh well of course you know we have this point where he gets back up and Magenta's like well my you know my body's modified too and he hangs his jacket up and he's got like this cybernetic body but that's no match for this little bee robot that uh Dr. Hado has basically just fucking stings this thing and kills him
1: like oh, his Magenta's his, yeah, his, his little, little bumblebee, his little bee robot. Yeah, he but, starts turning green himself and like going. He gets poisoned by it, which you know again, yeah. it's another like kind of at the beginning of the movie. He explains like what this bee thing is that yep. he has. Um,
0: but of course, Cody he doesn't go out before he fucking smashes the uh, the yeah. override button and unleashes the lamest villain in Dragon Ball history. Yeah, oh so nice. Yeah, just a giant. He's like a, a big. Version of Cell. Like, he's like, you know, it, he's about three and a half stories tall, and you realize it's really just that goddamn Loch Ness monster.
1: Yeah, and, you know, this is in, in another big gripe I have here is this villain sucks. Like you mentioned, this is one of the lamest villains. And, you know, the thing that made this is supposed to be like the new Cell, and the thing that made mm-hmm. Cell is like, first of all, Cell was like absorbing humans, like nonstop. Mm-hmm. You know, getting new forms and all this stuff, like Cell, like the way he talked and like he, you know, was toying with the heroes. And, yeah, this guy's host... just
0: a fucking knuckle dragger. Wanted, That's all wanted, this guy he here.
1: Wanted to host like his own tournaments and like Cell was like threatening and like had personality. This guy's just like I big bad guy.
0: Yeah, Unga or... Bunga. I yeah. scream. I yell. That's all he does. All he does is scream and grunt.
1: Yeah, um, which, which I think really. I, I like like you mentioned I think we could have gone without the Goku Vegeta mm-hmm. Wee Spirit scene and we probably could have spent a little more time like
0: fleshing this out.
1: Yeah, like maybe have Magenta release Cell early and then you know cause mm-hmm. cause a ruckus between him and Hado and you know the game was yeah
0: because at this point the gammas are done fighting they're, they're 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 them the gammas gohan and piccolo have stopped fighting and at about that time that's when bulma shows up with all goten the,
1: all the strongest Drunks. fighters in the world chris and krillin <laughs>
0: and krillin dude the fucking that, that's my favorite line in the whole movie she's like well i'm here and i brought the strongest fighters left on earth oh yeah and krillin's here too
1: yeah, it's it's, so, it's the best line of the movie, for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, Oh, and, but I loved that Android 18's with him. The fucking, the fucking angriest mom in the entire anime world. She is just like, she is just so over all of this shit that she's like, I'm going to put on my yoga pants and my fucking track jacket, and I'm going to go fuck up whoever has caused me to have to leave my home. <laughs>
1: yeah, and we also, this is the first time, as far as I know, and I don't read the it Dragon is. Ball manga, but we get to see... Mm-hmm. Like, I guess it would be teenage... It would, it would be post-growth spurt Goten and Trunks. It, because we all know yeah, how, like... Goten and Trunks. We all know how mm-hmm. Goku, at one point in Dragon Ball, he was, like, a foot tall, and then, you know, we got to one world tournament, and next thing you know, he was just, like, a grown man <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much what they do to Goten and Trunks. Um, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, Chris, we are... They're just, like, throwaway characters. Uh, which... Yeah, because of course. Yeah, because we're, course, yep,
0: and, is, we're, we're yeah, coming down the
1: home stretch here. Yeah, and Goten. Right. Go- Goten is my favorite out of Gohan and Goten. Which I mean, it's not very. You know, it's just those two. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though you know Goten's upbringing in Dragon Ball uh, Z, it was basically like Go- Goku had died. I think for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either the first time or the second time. Cause he died once when at the very beginning when he had to old Raditz, so Piccolo could kill Raditz.
0: Yep. It was the second time he had died, because he he never got to meet Goten.
1: Yeah, the second time he died is when he took Cell to uh, King Kai's planet, and he blew up Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Um, Yep. But the way Goten was introduced was just like the narrator was like, oh, and here's Goten. Goku's son (laughs) that... Is also just there. Okay. All right. Back to back to the back to the show. Back to Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> which I, I I like Goten mostly from the Brawly movies, like the old Brawly movies. Um, yep. You know. I think he's just like one of the most underutilized characters, and I, I wish he would just stay young forever. He's like, but you know we get we get like grow, growth spurt Goten and, and Trunks.
0: Yeah, now he's kind of tall and gangly, just like Trunks. So, and while they all well, they're all talking. Fucking Cell Max bursts out of the ground, and Doctor Hado is he, he's close to death. So you know the team is like, all right, well let's hit this thing. And so they start fighting it, and they find out this thing has a weakness on its head that is a failsafe from Doctor Hado. Which okay, bullshit, whatever, fine. um So they have to do. They're trying to hit this thing in the head it's very video game here's the weak spot you need to hit the weak spot to kill the boss um and we do get to see goten and trunks do the fusion but they're a little rusty cody and they definitely miss the top finger and they we get old fucking fat tanks here yeah. just old, old chubby go tanks and
1: Chris, i thought we were going to get oh, skinny tanks, too. Relief. yeah i thought we were going to get what? all i thought we were going to get all three forms I- I thought
0: we were too. I thought we were going to get all of the uh, all the fucking differences, or all the, the the fat, the fat, the thin, and then the normal. Yeah. Um,
1: but, but I think I think that would have been. I think, I think that would I think it would have been unfair if Gotenks showed up because Gotenks could have just rinsed this this There's, poser cell. Um, but fucking
0: wiggity washed if fucking uh if normal Gotenks. just just spit all the little ghosts out and just go to town, my guy. <laughs> um, but. So that's kind of how the rest of the movie goes. Where they're like, well, we got to take care of this weak spot, and oh, Fat Go Tanks gets the uh, gets like the first blow that like cracks it. Um. So Gamma Two, we we have our moment here where they're going to do the little sacrifice things. so Gamma Two, is like, all right, I'm going to try something, and I need y'all to be ready to to jet when this happens. So he he fucking like powers up, basically looks to overload himself, and he goes down, but. And you see this really, really great animation, really cool scene. And then, well, he he takes himself out, but does not kill... That Doesn't even do anything to sell. I think,
1: I think he takes off one of its arms. One of its, one arms. Of its arms, yeah. Like it, but it still is, like, still, like, yeah, underbunding
0: around with both feet. Like, it's... Like, part of his arm is, like, missing, and it's, like, gray and, like, ashed up, like, burned. But it seems to have no effect. So... He sacrificed himself. Gamma Two is down, and I, I ultimately he's done. Like he's dead. He's he's out of the out of the movie. Um, well, this is where we get that moment where it's like, well, he's so big, and Piccolo turns back orange, and who is it who is it? Who's, uh, it's Krillin who's like, hey, or is it Gohan or Piccolo? Or I can't remember if it's Gohan or Krillin who's like, hey, Piccolo, can't you grow too like you did in the world tournament? And Piccolo's like oh yeah, I forgot I can do that, which is fine, because he never did that not main area time during Dragon Ball Z, so again, <laughs> this is another one of those, like, random callbacks to old school Dragon Ball, so he starts to grow in this new door, this new unleashed form, and now we've got, like, a kaiju fight going on between Cell Max and
1: Piccolo. But what's, what sucks about this is Piccolo is still, like, no match, which I, yeah, I, I don't know, why even give him a new form if he's just still yeah. gonna be useless old Piccolo? Right.
0: And Piccolo even said, like, uh, even though I've gotten bigger, it's not really doing anything. And this is where, like, the brilliant idea comes in, Cody, where it's like, all right, Gohan, you're the strongest one here by a mile. We're really going to need you to dig deep. I know you hate this shit. You've always hated this shit. But we really need we really need you to nut up my man and Just. We need you to just let all of this fucking power, like we need you to power up. So yeah, now, Gohan, Cody—they Cody.
1: they give him the final sense of being after he fumbled the first one. Um, oh my god, A hard <laughs> fumble because he can't see shit
0: without his glasses. And yeah. Piccolo even makes a joke. He's like, "So does your vision just like correct itself when you go Super Saiyan?" And Gohan's like, yeah. oh.
1: yeah." And I you know, that was and, kind of funny. and while this is happening, um, Cell Max has pretty much taken out Goten Trunks. Android 18 Krillin like they're they're pretty much just mm-hmm. tossed to the side. So Gohan's looking around, um, and, and Piccolo's yeah, no, like, sure. what like, it seems like yeah, well, Piccolo's verge... now
0: holding down the fort at this point.
1: Yeah, and it seems like he's pretty much on the verge of like what I thought was going to be like. I thought they were going to have Piccolo just die here. Um,
0: it would have made sense because they were they were they were kind of looking like that's the route they were going to take.
1: And then but, Go- Gohan just kind of like goes, ah,
0: damn, new form. Yeah, yeah, like, and like th- and this is where I, I probably my my biggest gripe in the story because like he already showed that like when Pan is in trouble, that's when he's really gonna dig deep. So instead of Piccolo, like Gohan's seen Piccolo get his ass beat for like the last twenty years of his life, like. That shouldn't upset him any more Than it does like he's watched Piccolo die Like three times like this The the emotional sting is worn off I really genuinely think that Cell Max should have gone after Pan Or like Like Pan's about to be like don't kill They're not gonna kill her obviously but really Make it think like oh my god she's In trouble and that's when Gohan should have like powered up To this ultimate Instinct is what I'm calling it
1: Yeah it's like it's basically like silver-haired or white-haired Gohan um with red eyes. Yeah, it's
0: it's yeah, it's it ultra instinct with it red looks eyes.
1: pretty cool, but I, I just think the way we got there was just like
0: I mean yeah, when Goku
1: went for super saiyan or like any of mm-hmm. the other versions like it was like dude was yelling for I mean uh, we were watching weeks worth of episodes of him just well, and there was something there was like
0: a big emotional moment. Anytime that happens, like when he turns Super Saiyan, Krillin had just been killed. So Goku gives like Frieza the speech, like the oh, you're fucking dead speech. Um and I want to say it happens again when like when Gohan goes Super Saiyan 2 against Cell, when uh when he turns uh Saiyan, you know, the god form, but when he turns Ultra Instinct uh, again or like when he fully like realized what was happening was when like him and his friends against Jiren were in dire fucking straits. And then he has that whole, well, you know, I'm not a hero. I don't fight for justice, but if you hurt my friends, you're going to pay. Then you have that moment. Like Gohan didn't have this moment that brought him into that, like really powerful form. And I think that really took a lot of the sting out of it. And yes, I realized it's a movie, but like, I I genuinely think that Piccolo should have just been like, like, the thing should have gone after Pan while Gohan's trying to charge up whatever he's trying to charge up. Piccolo should have, you know, tried to stop it, but was no match, and then Cell Max gets right there at Pan and is about to kill her, and that's when Gohan should have been like, alright.
1: Yeah, or like, I mean, yeah, like we're, we're talking about Dragon Ball here. The dude could have literally just been like stomping out Krillin, like crushed him to death, mm-hmm. crushed Android, crushed Trunks, crushed Goten, mm-hmm. and then he's like, Okay. You're done, uh, but it—it it just yeah. felt—it felt like a cheap, just oh, I'm super powered. Okay. Mm. Um. Now, granted, when he hits him with like a special beam cannon,
0: like, well, I love when Cell Max like punched him in the gut and like nothing happened, and then he just like, he just hits him one good time. Yeah.
1: Like the, I don't know. It. I just hate the. I think the upgrade just took me out of it. Like I just didn't care about the fight scene anymore after that. Um, but
0: it was cool. I, I like the upgrade, but I hate how we got there. Correct. Yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: And then our our final callback here is uh Gohan's charging up the special beam cannon. And Piccolo wraps up. You know his arm. He's got his arms kind of extended and wrapped around uh, Cell Max. And we, we get kind of a callback to when Goku was wrapped wrapping up Raditz. Yep. To for Piccolo to kill him though, Piccolo's not fully behind, and Piccolo's got like his arms around him. And he's like below him, so Gohan fires off the beam cannon, and it actually shatters the top of Cell Max's head, and you get this really cool angle that you—the same angle you got when Piccolo shot through Raditz and Goku in season one, but it just goes it just goes through Cell
1: Max's head. Yeah, so Piccolo doesn't um, die, of course. Um, yeah, oh, it's, not the, it's
0: not the last callback. I forgot there is one more because after he lands. Gamma 1 scoops up Gamma 2 and goes over Dr. Ado, and he's like, hey, Cell's getting ready to blow. We need to get the fuck out of here. And he starts getting, like, fat and bloated like he did when Goku sent him sent him off.
1: Yeah, when he took him to King Kai's planet. Yeah. Killed our boy Bubbles and Gregory. Oh, man. How <laughs> dare he? How dare he? <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's Dragon Ball. They're going to get wished back. Everything will be fine. Exactly,
0: exactly. Exactly. Anybody who would have died here... Would have gotten wish back. But so Cell, Cell Max is done. We actually see um kind of the the um kind of the aftermath here. Gamma two like fucking Thanos style just disintegrates and, like dust in the wind. Um and um Dr. Odo is like, well, me and Gamma One will go turn ourselves in. And but he he wanted to, he first well, he was like, I'm gonna go ahead and turn ourselves in, but then he's they're like, No, nah, you know, you weren't you're not really good guys, but you definitely were not the villains here. Um, and then they start talking about have him joining capsule Corps Um, because Boma became very interested in whatever this skin thing is that Dr. Hado had, he's like, well, can you, can you do something about these wrinkles? And so, and he's like, well, I, you know, I am a medical, I'm a practicing medical doctor and, uh, you know, and a biologist. So they're like, Boma's like, well, fucking welcome aboard. And, uh, she makes gamma one basically head of security um and cody that's the end of the movie everybody uh you know pan oh, pan learned to fly in the movie by the way pan learned to fly because that's how she had to get away from uh, cell max's super powered attack but she flies she flies around to all the cast then roll credits but cody did you stick around for the after credit scene oh yeah Okay, good. Just making sure. I, I go to so, the movies once
1: so, a week. I'm a, I'm a seasoned vet at this point.
0: That's right. <laughs> so we got the uh. So we got our little after credit scene. We kind of get the aftermath of the uh the Goku Vegeta fight, and well, Vegeta wins the fight, and the lat he's just like, I finally did it, and he f- he finally beat Kakarot and passed out. And of course, Whis is like, well, that's them sayings for you, and then like the basically uh, a deep, deep, deep. That's
1: all, folks. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then the rest of credits roll,
0: um... and that's it. That's the yeah, that is Dragon Ball Super Heroes, and overall, I liked it, Cody. I really, really did. There, were, I, I think they had a really great story, but just some really really it, it, well I the the idea is like the bones were there this was a really great framework but i think some of the execution was very lacking
1: yeah i i, I agree with that uh, i think the the story was a little uh too paper thin for me as well um i just thought that like the i don't know oh bad guy's grandson bad guy's son they formed this dynamic duo of people that don't matter but they built a cool cell um and, and I, I think, love the Gammas. I, love yeah, the I, gammas. Think, I think the Gammas are really, like, the best part of the movie, outside of, like, the yeah. comedy moments. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was cool that Piccolo got a form, but it didn't matter again. Like, uh, like I like that this is like a kind of like the B-team of Dragon Ball, uh, getting a movie. Yeah. You know, they didn't used to be the B-team. They used to be, you know... They used to be the fucking squad. Let's, let's not forget that Gohan saved the world once. <laughs> that's right, that's right. But... I, I don't he know. technically
0: was the team captain for the Tournament of Power.
1: Yeah, I just I just wish Piccolo would have gotten, like... Like, it, it seemed like a Piccolo movie. I wish he would have gotten, like, you know, yeah. the finishing blow or something. Like, it just seemed like a yeah. very... Like, the whole movie, like, we're doing this, like, almost like... Okay, like a... I don't know if it's, like, a spy movie, but, like, you know, the whole beat up the the bad guys, put on their, their suits, sneak mm. into the the big bad base, like the whole movie was piccolo and then gohan kind of just stole his thunder um and i just cellmax mm-hmm. obviously sucked but i just can't get over like yeah. how gohan just got a new form mm-hmm. off of nothing like
0: yeah i i would have liked, and i would have liked the fight with gohan piccolo and the gamas to have lasted a little bit longer cuz they they really you know they really hyped up these characters and while their fight scenes were awesome they just weren't long enough um in my opinion um,
1: yeah, most of the Gamma, not, I, like, the, the Gamma versus Gohan, and even, like, Gamma versus Piccolo the second time, like mm-hmm. you, you could tell that, you know, even, like, through the them talking while fighting, like, these guys are just mm-hmm. going to become good guys in, like, five minutes. Like, it's just a matter of yep, time.
0: That's, yep, and that's why I really wish they would have done, like, kind of like a fusion thing or, like, a Super 17 type of thing where, like maybe Red Ribbon put some kind of failsafe inside of Gamma that if they were to go against their programming or whatever, Magenta could just make them fuse into something and that would have been like the big villain, right? I would have been fine with that. Um, but I, I, hated, I hated the Cell Max thing and the minute they, they talked about Cell Max, like, oh, that's just going to be the stupid, dumb villain that they're going to have to fight at the end, that they're going to need everybody to do a fucking nine-man Kamehameha to take out or whatever, whatever. But, um, over again, overall, I liked it. I think the story bones were good. Just some of the execution was a little lacking. Um, I, I, it's, I definitely recommend it. Um, I'll. Uh, it's one I'll buy. It's it's one I'll own. Uh, again, I like the animation. I, I just, I'm just a sucker for Red Ribbon Army. Like they're my favorite villains in Dragon Ball. Um, so it was really cool seeing those callbacks and seeing a lot of my favorite characters. And I. I and you know, definitely putting the uh, the gammas up there with you know just the next in the crop of androids, you know, 13, 14, 15, uh, 21, you know, I'm just any, anything red ribbon, I'm definitely here for. So overall I enjoyed it. Um, it's, it's, it's not really lighting the world on fire, but I had a great time. I had an absolute great time. The only, the hardest part about going to the movies today, Cody, wasn't the power outage. It was having to cry my way through the black Panther two trailer two times in a row
1: yeah okay so the when you mentioned Wakanda I was like, damn they did show the Black Panther uh trailer um mm-hmm. yeah i'm 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 stoked for that movie uh, and I'm not even a big yes. marvel person uh, the music in the trailer like how oh my god
0: dusty in how here how it, like transitions
1: window? into the Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. all right song like it yeah just, it's just it the music sells the movie itself um yeah.
0: And I was like, man, I, I had to cry my way through the trailer the first time. and Then I had to watch it again. Like, nah, no, I'm not ready.
1: <laughs> now, Chris, with all that being said, I just posted your movie list into the our Discord chat. Uh huh. Where are you going to put Dragon Ball Super Superhero?
0: Let's see here. Well, this is also our first time having Dragon Ball on our on on a, on a podcast. Uh, you know, we've mentioned it multiple times. Um, I'm going to put this right under um, because again I loved it I'm going to put this right under Weathering With You so it'll be my new number
1: 15 actually okay which isn't really that bad of a spot this is our 34th movie we've covered so
0: yeah because I look at everything under it um, you know I like the My Hero stuff but I mean Dragon Ball is something that I you know the, the nostalgia gives it that little extra ump for me It was nice to see an adventure again with the Red Ribbon Army as the villains, and then getting to see like Gohan and Piccolo. Just it was nice not seeing like the classic "everybody's going to get their ass beat until Goku shows up" formula. So um, I I liked it. I liked it a lot, and I I could easily I could easily go to a theater and watch it again. So yeah, that's my new number fifteen. What about you, Bud?
1: Oh man, Chris. It's definitely gonna be lower on my list. I'm just debating Sure. I'm debating a couple spots here. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's gonna be my new number twenty uh. Mm hmm. I'm just yeah, I think it's gonna be my new number twenty four. Um it's Okay. Gonna, it's gonna go under Lilycat. Um Okay. Above Nino Kuni, because Nino Kuni sucks, but um I the the callbacks were great. The comedy was great. Uh, wasn't a big fan of the animation, but I usually don't judge too hard on animation um, when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, our rankings. Like, Vampire Hunter D's animation isn't, like, hasn't aged mm-hmm. well, but still an okay movie. Um, exactly. Yeah, it just... It, it Like, if I had all the Dragon Ball movies, it would probably be towards mm-hmm. the bottom of that. Um unfortunately. like it's, No, and that's fair. That is very, very fair. And I think it's, I think I've think i gotten to the point with Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Super that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm starting to side with... Uh, when Dragon Ball Super was, like, mm-hmm. rumored and all that stuff, people were like, well, why? Like, you know, that's it's funny. done. Like, we don't need anymore. Um, and, you know, back then, I was like, oh, why not? Like, bring it back. Um, but I think I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I've joined that train of, I think Dragon Ball has run its course. Um... Mm-hmm. Which I hate to because, like, uh-huh. like the, these are the characters that like I mean, every day after school, like Dragon Ball was what I watched. Like Dragon Ball Z, like uh-huh. the Boo Saga, like I was in middle I wanna say I was in middle school. But I could be wrong about these the times here, forgive me. Um uh-huh. but like Dragon Ball is what made Naruto and Bleach and all these that made Shonen. Uh-huh. Like Shonen wouldn't be Shonen without Dragon Ball. Um but I, I just I think I just feel like it's ran its course. Um I I think we're to the point where it's like, oh, what new form are their heroes gonna get, and what new aliens are gonna show up, or you know, we just get. It just seems very like I feel like the story, the storytelling is just gonna keep getting lazier, um, mm-hmm. and it's not like they they're they're bad at it. It's just, what more can you really do?
0: Like, yeah, no, that's that's a that's a great way to put it. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with you.
1: The only thing I could I could think of that would be cool, and I, again, I don't read the manga or anything like that. But like, if the mm-hmm. if the angels, like I, I remember, there used to be like rumors, like what if the angels turned bad, or like certain angels mm-hmm. turned bad. Like, okay, you've got me. Sure. Well, like, uh-huh. I don't need like like I, I hated the way Jiren was introduced. Uh, I I, uh-huh. I I thought Jiren was like a very lazily written character. It was just like, oh, there's this super powerful guy from this universe. And there's like, okay, <laughs> I got it, sure. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. Um but then it like it, then again, I also kind of like Jiren was pretty cool like the fights and all that stuff, but uh-huh. I, just, I I just feel like I've ran my I I've seen enough Dragon Ball for a lifetime. And if I need it, I'll go oh, back, that's fair. I'll go back and watch I'll will watch it all over again. Um I think I feel like oh. the tournament of power was I do it of, often, actually. Yeah, I think the tournament of power was great. And I like mm-hmm. I mean Kale Khalifa or Kale Khalifa hit mm-hmm. and like all those characters like I really enjoy them, but I, I just think oh, I'm, mama. I'm Yeah, I I just think I'm I'm good on Dragon Ball. Um Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be my new one, number 24. Uh could very easily watch it again. Um yeah, I, I I I honestly I think one other like not that I haven't had enough gripes here Chris. I, I thought uh-huh. the music was a little I, I wanted a little more like A little non-existent. Like the music was very not there. Yeah, I will agree with that. I wanted like and I saw that in some like Reddit comments because of course, you know, I had I had to go to Reddit because I couldn't talk to you. Oh, of course you did. I didn't want to spoil and say like I didn't really I didn't enjoy the movie as I was, you know, I went into this movie expecting like the fucking bees knees, which maybe I I overhyped mm-hmm. it myself. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I wish the music was a little more, I don't know, maybe like, yeah, like more rememberable or present or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely a solid movie. Um, again, not my favorite,
0: but. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's fair. This is our first, like you said, it's our first Dragon Ball entry to the podcast. Kind of weird, we're starting at the very end. Or, not the end, but you know, the most recent entry. But it's, it's tough with a long, with a long running show like Dragon Ball, like, I mean, we could do a whole separate podcast on just Dragon Ball content. We definitely could. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm definitely. I'm still glad I saw, went and saw it in theaters. Um, I'll always support any like. They, they could come out with a hundred more Dragon Ball movies, Chris, and we're gonna, we're we're gonna be first first showing, second show. We're, we're gonna be right there in line waiting to get our tickets. So.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like absolutely. they,
1: they, they they've earned that through. You know they've done their time, right? Um, Definitely, most certainly, yeah. It's I mean it's it's the grandfather,
0: right? It's the it is the reason ha- most anime is popular and exists today. So, but I also and I do love that it was very generational. Like just a you know kind of a parting thought here before we wrap this podcast up. I loved seeing people with their children, like young children, teenagers. I, I like kind of the generational. Thing that I was seeing in the movie theater, um, yeah. Like I thought that was really, really cool. It was, yeah. I like how you know people who like who are my age who grew up watching Dragon Ball. Like I've been watching Dragon Ball since probably 1989, Cody. Like, like that's a long time. That is a long fucking time. For sure, yeah. And so,
1: and I mean, I, I, that actually brings me back to like. I remember a little kid... I heard a little kid go Goku when they first flashed to the Goku scene, and, like, I saw the little kid afterwards, like, as we're walking out of the theater, and this kid was maybe six years old. And I was like, that's okay. that's pretty fucking cool.
0: Like, yeah, and there was, like, little kids wearing their Dragon Ball shirts and stuff like that. Like, it was really, really cool. Then you'd also see their father, who's probably older than I am, wearing his Dragon Ball shirt. So, like, they're, you know, it, it, it's one of those things, it's one of those, like, transcending the medium type of shows so you know say what you want about dragon ball we know it's not the best but it's been around for longer than most people who watch anime are fucking alive you know what i mean so like it, it definitely has the staying power most anime tropes were like created by this anime right so it, it's it's one of those things that while it's not breaking any new ground it's still like you still have to pay respect to it. It laid the ground, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> did. Yeah, not, yeah, it did. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It, it walked, so everything else after it can run.
1: Absolutely. And okay. I, and I'll have to forgive me, Chris. I I mentioned like the Boo Saga when I was like in middle school. That actually came out when I was not even in preschool. So you know, forgive Jesus, me. Jesus tits. At least I Man. think. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just looking at the. Exactly.
0: Well, if you look at like original when Dragon Ball Z like aired. It was like in the mid-90s, like early to mid-90s.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm looking at the, the Japanese air dates here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, yeah, I know so Z and I was it. out of high school when, like, because I remember when I first got out of high school, I was just out of high school. I mean, the summer of, like, 2000, when they released the VHSs of, like, Great man and, like, the Trunks and, like, the Gohan movie, the future Gohan movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at the, the English air dates, and it was 2003, so I was about 10 years old then. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm a grown-ass
0: man at this point, and by going to Suncoast and buying, like, the VHSs of shit.
1: Yeah, I, I remember going, like, my dad would pick me up on Fridays, because I, I, my parents are split up, n- not to get, you know, too mm-hmm. personal, but, like, I remember going to my dad's house, we would watch, like, oh, Goku and Vegeta are stuck in Majin Buu, like, how are they gonna get out? Like, uh-huh. And I was just burr, 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 burr. <laughs> I was just in, um so yeah, it's it's definitely like you said, it's generational, like yeah, it's just it just wasn't wasn't my favorite movie that's that's all I'll say, yeah um it happens, it happens, but with that being said, Cody, that's all I've got. I'm ready to go crush these, Chris, these chicky nuggies and curly fries, Chris you enjoy your chicky Nuggies and curly fries, guys, we will be back next week uh at a regular time. Uh, we are going to be covering. I believe it's two The
0: OVAS, right? Of Steinsgate.
1: It's Steinsgate's movie, Steinsgate's mm-hmm. OVA, and then whatever episode twenty-three B is. I think it's just a retelling oh. of episode twenty-three. Um, sure, I'm here for it. So we're diving back into Steinsgate next week. Uh, if you guys want to follow along with us, as always, you know, follow us on our Twitter, our Facebook, all that stuff, so you can participate in the polls. Um, we won't. Unfortunately, we won't have a poll for a little while, Chris, because. We came across some bad news that,
0: uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. The new book of Dota is out, so we are obligated
1: God damn to it. jump right into book three. Chris, we made these rules. Now we have to follow oh. them, and it sucks. I know. What, what I you, know. Who, who... What idiot thought of these rules? Oh, wait, I wasn't expecting
0: <laughs> to be blindsided by yet another book of Dota.
1: Exactly, but, uh, that's, that's all I got. I get. Yeah, of course, um... We'll we'll dive into that in a couple weeks, guys. Um, But yeah, that's all I got for this episode. I am Cody Snodgrass.
0: And I am Chris Adams. And as always, charla, head charla. Charla, head charla.